0: Turn it up. You're listening to Live and Loud with the Lord, Nelson. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, once again, you know who it is. It's the big guy with the big show. It's yours truly, the Lord. Nelson, that is, from the podcast Live and Loud with the Lord on the CMS Network. And ladies and gentlemen, I have a very special guest from a very special band. I'm going to do what I usually do, big him up a little bit if he didn't mind me saying some things that I've you know, written about them and stuff like that. I like to take my time and and bring them on into the fold and and do what we do. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are once again blessed with another amazing band that is heavy and hard-hitting, with a mindset that is sure to enlighten some, yet ruffle the feathers of others. This is my opinion. My opinion. Their music and lyrics speak strongly to their conviction on religion, without apologies, and takes you on a mental ride of discovery from their point of view. So I'm ready to dive deeper into to their perspective or this young man's perspective, knowing that we will be educated and entertained. So without further ado, my live and loud with the Lord watchers and listeners, we have the incredible blood of angels, man. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. What's going that is on? There's a hell of a buildup. <laughs> hey, I'm just speaking the truth of how I feel when I go out there and listen to the music, man. That's how I write what I write. I go out there and listen to the music then I go from there, man. So, you know, it's just me doing what I do. So, right first on. of all, first of all, introduce yourself, young man.
1: Well, I'm Aaron Robinson. I'm the guitarist for Blood of Angels, uh, mm-hmm. the primary songwriter. I've been banging away in this industry for 25 years now, um, toured you know, US, Europe, internationally, been in a few different bands. Uh, Blood of Angels have been together since 2015. Uh, We're going to be working on our third studio album coming up next month. And, uh, you know, hopefully everybody will love the new album and love the different direction that we're going in musically.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm sure they will, man. And listen, I I love when, you know, I have questions to ask and then my guests always just go into them beautifully. I'm still going to ask those questions anyway, but he's already answered some things, which is love. So my first question usually, where are you from, young man?
1: Uh we are based in Tampa, Florida.
0: Ah, Tampa, listen, I've got some, uh, the Carruthers family, uh, they are, they are like really family, family to me from Tampa and uh, okay. you know, I'm a military kid. And so they were up in Fort Jackson in South Carolina and I used to hang out with them every day, man. It's just like, I mean, they're brothers and sisters in me. It's, anyways, it's all love, man. I yeah, love yeah love it's
1: love. pretty. It's, so good. it's cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So what's the best thing about being from Tampa Bay?
1: Um, I, I, well, I mean, be, besides the weather and the uh, wonderful uh, Spanish influence with, uh-huh. within our local cuisine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the Cuban food's amazing. If you ever come down here, got to try it. Beyond the Cuban sandwich. <laughs> um no i mean i i really dig i really dig a lot of the history i mean it's a very short history it really doesn't um it's mostly post-civil war kicks off uh mainly uh, around 1870 Mm -hmm. uh when uh uh, cuban immigrants came over that were tired of being under spanish rule and developed the cigar industry in tampa which built up uh what is today ybor city Mm -hmm. um you know it's um and tampa i mean to me in a lot of ways really represents um america in many ways as is the melting pot that um many different cultures early on when there was a lot of segregation in the south did come did come together and work equally side by side immigrants from cuba immigrants from germany immigrants from italy immigrants from uh spain Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, the locals that were here um, built, you know, a, a wonderful industry. Um, there's still remnants of today. There's still a few cigar companies going on. Um, there's a lot of great mom-and-pop places, you know, where the, right. the, the tradition continues. But, um, but just be, just beyond the product, um, the, that, the, that cultural bond that uh, historically um, it, it makes Tampa, Tampa, Mm-hmm. And you know, continues to be that melting plot today. I think it is a really wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, it's it's one of the ma- one of the many reasons I love to be here. I think that's the big core reason that I love uh this city very much.
0: Oh man, that's listen, awesome. So you just I knew it was gonna be educated. So you just <laughs> I, I didn't know I I really didn't know any of that. You know, uh, I, the Carruthers are, are who they are, you know, it's just they're just good, country folks, just cool, 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 man. So, you know, you speaking about that is just It's awesome. And from what I've been told, like my great-grandfather, he's from Cuba. So when you (laughs) say that, I just say like, man, it's just, it's just, anyway, it's just awesome, man. I I like that. That was good, man. That was a a great answer, man. I enjoyed that, man. Sometimes I get selfish and I enjoy, you know, I'm enjoying (laughs) what's going on, man. So, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. You know, sometimes I'm a little bit selfish when it comes to the guests, man, because I I really want to know. And so that that was great to me. So in, in your bio, yeah, yeah, indeed. So in your bio, it reads 80 years collectively between you guys. So yeah,
1: we're experienced.
0: <laughs> no, so I'm sure you've all been in other bands that you said before. So how did you guys come together to form Blood of Angels in 2015? Um, the three of
1: us have known each other for a long time. Our uh, bassist uh, Jerry, aka the Maggot, the Maggot. Um, he and I, he and I were in a previous band together, Foreshadow. Um, mm-hmm. he, he was the he was the bass player in that band. We've known each other since 2008. um very stick as thieves. We oh, we had we had that really good rapport and connection as musicians, awesome. like almost since day one. That mm-hmm. chemistry was always there. Um, Jonathan, our drummer, um, he was in many, you know, been in the scene, of course, in Tampa playing drums in different bands. Um, uh, we never worked together before blood of angels, but we've mm-hmm. always been good friends in the scene and we've always shared the stage together. I mean, there were so many times we'd play shows together and then All we'd right. just hang out afterwards, you know, and, and drink and whatever and be <laughs> friends. But, um, but when it came time to, you know, look for a drummer, you know, he was definitely the first to hit up because we already had that friendship right you know and uh and and I'm glad it also worked out creatively and artistically as well um okay. Rand- Randy is kind of the, the newer uh, person he he wasn't he hasn't really done anything previously mm-hmm. um, the, the cool story how we got Randy is that um he uh he was re- he was renting a space in his home for bands to rehearse okay and um it's when I first started getting together with Jonathan when we were starting when I was starting to uh put the failure of faith or the second album that came out in 2020. Mm -hmm. I was starting to put that together and just Jonathan and I were working, you know, guitar and drum parts and everything to come to the foundation. I had a vocalist at the time, but it it just really just wasn't working out at that, at that present time. He was living in Jacksonville, being in Tampa Mm -hmm. and, you know i talked to him about coming to tampa and he, he really didn't have any interest and that distance really was putting a strain on our development and working right so um you know we would party we 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 departed with him with much love i mean mm-hmm. you know still love chris still friends but you know it just didn't work out that way but um you know we were we were jonathan and i and, and maggot you know in rehearsal we were talking about you know okay moving on and looking for another vocalist and Randy you know and Randy you know would hang out with us you know and have a couple beers and he was in the room he's like you mind if I try and I'm like yeah of course yeah man what do you want to do so he put on um he a, he's a big fan of mushroom head and slipped on so he put on you put on a mushroom head song and you know just you know just put it on and just grab the microphone you know turn the microphone a little louder than the music and, and just started singing both parts like doing both like both vocal parts and doing it really well too right you know and, and I was just you know and I was like all right. So um, I gave him the lyrics and um, and a guitar demo that I did, you know, without vocals on it, for one mm-hmm. of the for one of the upcoming songs for the album. And he's heard us rehear, you know, rehearsing musically many course, times in his place. Course. So you know, I I gave him the words, and I gave him that, and I was like, okay, man, um, next week for practice, you know, come back, see what you can do with this. And uh, he came back and ju- he came back the next week and just nailed it, like mm. you know. Like I mean, like he has been rehearsing it with us, awesome. and we we're yeah, and we were just like, dude, if you want the gig, man, it's yours, <laughs> right. you know. And he jumped on, and you know, it, it's it's been that way since. So yeah, four years going now with with this current lineup, and it, it's been it's been wonderful. It's really evolved into a beautiful place.
0: awesome, man. The music sounds amazing, man. No, I definitely enjoyed it. There's no doubt about it. So, Blood of Angels is a very strong band name. So it is. That, that is making a statement to me. So, how did this name speak to you?
1: <laughs> well, um, besides the fact that it's just a good name for a metal band, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's, I mean, as far as the name goes, it's always something that has rattled around in my head. You know, when I had foreshadow, I was kind of thinking of doing. You know, um, foreshadow is not as heavy kind of as Blood of Angels was, so I was kind of thinking of. Doing a side project that was, you know, more underground, a little more heavier than um, than what Foreshadow was. Um, I mean, the name, you know, angels are in many monotheistic faiths, you know, as as mythological messengers. Um, it's just kind of metaphorical that uh, the bleeding of angels would kind of bring the end to organized religion and the manipulations of organized religion. So there's the meta. There's the metaphor of that okay. name and the meaning of that name.
0: Yeah, yeah. Awesome, man. Awesome. I just, listen, I just knew this was just going to be good. I just, I'm telling you once <laughs> again, listening to the music and going and reading the lyrics, I was like, man, this is going to be educational for me, man. It, it really is. It, it, it really is. So growing um, up, were you raised in a religious or non-religious household?
1: Um, Non-religious, both, non-religious, very much. Non-religious. Both my parents were raised uh, in religious. My mom's Jewish. Mm-hmm and uh mm-hmm. you know my mom's side of the family um in the spectrum of of you know of the different uh levels of Judaism uh, she would be like in the concert, basically the conservative, conservative. category okay. um mm-hmm. which is a, you know uh, which they celebrate the holidays um they do go to synagogue from time and temple um but it's not really as fundamentalist as say like the you know the ascetics, you know I got you the- yeah yeah you know With
0: the hat's and the hair, yeah 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 yeah,
1: yeah. um and not everybody in the family wore the yarmulke. some did some didn't gotcha. um my dad my dad side of the family um his uh background mostly from from my great grandfather mm-hmm. uh, he immigrated from italy
0: ah.
1: and so a uh, very you know my my grandfather did the whole the catholic thing do the catechism mm-hmm. and he was an altar boy <laughs> and all that Okay, stuff.
0: Gotcha.
1: um basically as my when my parents grew up of course being uh being you know baby boomers um uh, you know and and the more um i would say the more like peace loving side you know side of that generation uh gotcha. they both uh rejected the idea of organized religion especially mm-hmm. when both sides were pulling at them to either my father would need to convert to judaism or my mom would have to convert catholicism. to catholicism yeah. for them to be together <laughs> yeah. um, my more my more secular uncle you know is the one who who married them um, without religion so you, you know yeah I mean there was there was a, there I grew up in a lot of that agnostic environment whereas mm-hmm. you know there there is a God there is a higher power mm-hmm. but the organizations that represent God do not represent him in a pure fully true mm-hmm. light as God would see that with you know organizations have much corruption
0: nah, nah, <laughs> listen, I, I hear you I, just, I hear you man <laughs> it's all up so would you say that you are more sp- spiritual than anything else? Or, or or do you think it's just all a facade?
1: Well, well I mean, well, oh, you mean like, like the whole idea of God is all a facade?
0: Not, not the whole idea of God. Just the whole religious thing is a facade. And then are you just more spiritual? Because I feel that you believe in God. You believe in a higher power. But... And Don't let me speak for you, though. I won't. Yeah, no, no, no. Speak.
1: I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm. You know, you yeah. I'm not going to interrupt you. I mean, I don't do that.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. I, d- I just want to say, okay. that. I just want to make sure that you're understanding what I'm asking. So, you know, I know I'm a very spiritual person. I know that I grew up just like you said. Like my father's a uh, a bishop, and okay. um, I have brother-in-law and sister-in-law. They are, you know, pastor and first lady, and and I have a lot of that in my family. So, mm. you know, when you say things like that, you know, I got to a point to where. Um, I became more of a spiritual person. And so I, I, I believe in a higher power. I always will. It's just I you know, I know how I, grow, uh, how I grew up. But I also wrote a song called, uh, with my band, A uh, Plastic Catastrophe with Lord Nelson. I wrote a song that everything that I've been told, I now question. Others' truths I bought and sold is lifeless. And so when you start doing your own reading and your own, like, I know you have. Yeah. <laughs> I, know you, I, I didn't just tell <laughs> you. <laughs> you have. I was like, yeah. well, he has, yes. So yeah. once you started really paying attention and then it's just like, wow, this you starting you start to question this. You question this. You just look at things and like we've just been fed a lot of madness. So I just that's why I was asking you, are you a spiritual person? Are you just just middle of the road? Are you just good? You know, you just live.
1: Um, I, I'm I'm more on, uh, I, I would say for lack of a better term that I can think of right now, I'd say I'm more of a reasonist Reasonist, um, okay. <laughs> you know, um, I'm not, it. I, I, I mean, um, I'm not completely like, I'm not completely on the side that there, you know, that there is no God. Right. Um, I'm just saying, um, I, I'm, a, I'm on the, I'm on the road of, uh, if it's proven, fine. If it's not proven, you know, if it's not proven, you know, if it's proven the other way, also fine. Um, right. I'm on the, you know, basically like there's a lot of things we don't know. Mm-hmm. And until we know completely, um, you, just you know, I'm listen. okay with, I'm okay with. Okay, I'm sorry. I keep settling around because I'm getting my thoughts together. Um basically, I'm a, I'm a, I'm on the side of going I don't know. I don't know. Okay. You know. That, that's that's my thing. And I and I I feel that's a healthy way to be because we and and honestly, we don't know. You know. We don't know what's right. going to happen to us or we're going to die. Right. We don't know what came before the Big Bang. That's Maybe really one true. day we will know what came before mm-hmm. the Big Bang. But right now we don't. But we do know the Big Bang happened. Right, right. So, you know, and we do know that the earth is 4.8 billion years old. <laughs> and, but, and we also do know that there isn't really any proof that Noah, you know, and no one in the ark actually <laughs> happened. And no one actually ever lived to be 986 years old. Right, right. You know, right. <laughs> you know. Yes.
0: there's just, there's all those things that we, uh as you say, being a reason is, I like that. You just, you know, if you just sit there and think about it, man, it, anyway man I'm, I'm not i'm not tripping yeah. anything but I, I i feel you though i truly i yeah. truly feel you on that one. so your passionate lyrics are married to some heavy and hard driving music so how easy or difficult has it been to create this sound that fits so well together
1: i feel the sound comes naturally i mm-hmm. mean um growing up in tampa and if people know the musical history of tampa basically since 1980. Mm-hmm. um the, this is a this is a scene of extremely heavy music i mean we've okay. had a lot of notable bands that are famous from out of here cannibal corpse more right. of an angel dsi you know i mean the list the list goes on yeah um that's our history i was a teenager when all that stuff was coming about yeah and seeing these bands you know and and seeing these bands as a inspiration of going from the garage to mm. becoming the international you know megastars that they are now yes, you know coming through the same clubs that i've played in you know and others have played you know uh, um is absolutely incredible so being growing up in that scene um the head the heaviness the heaviness i feel comes naturally to it mm-hmm. um trying to back it down a little bit and interject melody you mm-hmm. know because i you know i would definitely want to be musically more than just you know, constantly punching right. in the face all the time. Got gotcha. you. Um, so that's, that's where a little more of the chal- challenge is. I mean, there's a couple of songs on the last record that are, were, you know, like 40 year journey in particular mm-hmm. with, you know, with that melody line, you know, really was a bit out of my comfort zone, you know, okay. but it, it was, the, it was the challenge to go there.
0: I got you. I got you. So I, I know you spoke about, so you said you were, so is there one architect conductor or driving force behind the production and lyrical ideas or is it the entire band from start to finish I know you were saying that you do the writing I believe
1: um, I did on the last album yeah. um, okay. um, and, and again mostly it was because of the reason that it was I felt it was a new you know it was a new lineup we were all mm-hmm. trying to feel each other out and I felt for that particular album that particular time to really um, you know just basically put it in a direction Mm, okay you know you know put put everybody in the band basically in the direction these are lyrics this is the music etc got you but um after being together for four years and touring together and doing some things um we've all have really learned our strengths and weaknesses with each other got you so this uh this upcoming album uh, now i mean musically i mean i i still basically come in with the foundation Mm -hmm. on the on the direction musically you know from the guitar Great. But um, it's way more of a collaborative effort. Like, I mean, Jonathan um, does, you know, besides, I mean, being a really good drummer, he's also does fantastic um, goth industrial, you know, style music as well. And is a, and is okay. a very good keyboardist. So some of that elements are going to come in. that sounds in there, yeah. I got a new you. album. Yeah. Um, we're going to do things a little more um, acoustic, you know, acoustically for a couple of songs. Okay. Um, you know, Randy's developed his, um, you know, what, we would call clean vocals a little Mm -hmm. bit more so that's that element is going to come in a little bit in a few places um maggot's got one song with you know that opens with this incredible kind of smooth blend funk you know like like i mean like you know like i mean like if it was um um you know, like Bootsy Collins like mixing. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, yeah, like but I mean but I, I don't know. It, it's really it, it's like it has that funk, but it's got like a smooth a smoothness to it. Gotcha. You know, it's not so much of that, you know, um like emphasize on you know, the heavy pop on the two, uh-huh. you know, the four. Okay. You know, yeah. It, it's yeah, it's it's lightly it's really cool. I, I <laughs> that's kind of the best way I can describe it. No, nah,
0: that's like uh, I can hear here, it, but it's cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now being able to to you know introduce other sounds in there and, and when you're listening to it to have that vibe and that transition or or that just that underlying thing that just makes it more full and and just more of a beautiful thing in such a hard music and and when you're saying about clean vocals I I just like that when it, the vocals are heavy but you can really hear what's going on and you can hear what they're saying that you know enunciating and and mm-hmm. just. Uh, it's, it's, Anyway, man, it's beautiful, man. <laughs> man, I'm having a great time, man. I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. That's oh, no, right fantastic, here. right? <laughs> uh, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron is that guy, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron is that guy. So when you look at the people of the world as a whole, do you see a decline in humanity relating to truth and honesty and love for one another? Or is it more in the United States than anywhere else?
1: um within within the world i mean i i know i know we're 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 in another transition i yeah i i I think i think it is kind of globally i think um the the thing is that what's different about the united states and my travels compared to other countries is that um the other countries have like a singular cultural identity to, you know, like, like a common thing, you know, and, and it's basically all based on thousands of years of blood and soil, you know,
0: yes, uh, yes, you know, yes.
1: I mean, like, like in France, you know, I mean, they really, you know, in the French they really identify with a the language. They have classic, I mean, classical music and things that go, you know, with, you know, Maurice Ravel and WC Mm -hmm. and art and, you know, and things that like go back, you know, centuries that, you know, no matter where they fall on the political spectrum as, you know, a person of France, Mm -hmm. you know, these, these objects, these things like really unify them as a people that, you know, that go beyond politics and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we're very young. I, I don't think, you know, I would say with the exception of maybe, maybe the Statue of Liberty. And that was even, <laughs> and that was even built by Americans. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there really, there really isn't anything like that. So, I mean, for us to naturally go into tribalism, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, it happens and, and we've always been divided regionally. Yeah. I mean, I think since the beginning, the Northeast mm-hmm. is different from the South. And it always has been and always yeah, will definitely. be. I mean, It's gotten better, you know, since the Civil War. You know, you know, and and you know, in the in the slow ending of Jim Crow laws, even though so many want to bring those back. Yes, I don't get me started on that stupidity. But you know, but you know, but I mean, you know, you go to Wisconsin and Minnesota, and I, you know, I know you, you get, you know, you've traveled too. You know, very different. California is a whole separate country to a degree. Right, and, you know in, in its way and I mean you know you you put that with someone from Texas and you know it's a that's another thing <laughs> I think probably because um, uh, we work a lot more um, mm-hmm. than many other industrial countries you know True. I mean we're harder working people at the same time that um, that keeps us in our communities and our areas so much so a lot of us don't really, travel travel outside of that too much i mean i read a statistic that only really 30 percent of us have passports where you look at other countries and i mean pretty much everybody has a you know like 90 percent of citizens of countries you know they Mm -hmm. have passports and they travel and they interact with with other people um so um i mean the the um, non-communication the non-communication You know between people of different regions and everything i think lead to a lot of misunderstandings and a lot of uh prejudice um Mm -hmm. that um that is unfounded and that could be overlooked um that could be overcome with uh with the communication of of people of different areas interacting with each other Mm -hmm. instead of bringing down into their own local sensibilities
0: Indeed, man. Listen, you, you you spoke a lot. You said a lot there and and all true, man, because culturally I think we all need to have more culture. I, I just know that we have a lot of culture here in the United States, but going overseas in Europe and it was just like even though, you know, we're in bands and stuff and so, yeah, they want to come see us, but still it was like, it was just welcomed in a different way. It just felt yeah. differently. You know, they were just open to, to conversations or whatever. Now, I will say in Spain, I remember we were traveling to Spain. We stopped off at a um, like a truck stop or a gas station and mm-hmm. he used, he needed to use the restroom. And it was just like, hey, I was trying to talk to a guy like, do you have a restroom? And he was looking at me like, I don't speak English. I don't care to speak English. <laughs> don't ask me anything. But it was just like, I was like, Spaniards love themselves. You know, a lot of people want to be, come to the United States. They want to be, I want to go to America. I want to go to the United States then there's a lot of countries that are like they are proud of who they are yeah uh, they're not they're not worried about who we are they don't look at us like oh it's exciting or whatever like that but i just remember that moment i just looked at him and he's just like whatever he was like (laughs) he, he was not trying to speak english he was not trying to help me out at all so the lady said you know she couldn't really they didn't speak english well but it was like i got you i'll help you out so anyway i just wanted to say like yes definitely you know culture's we all need to be more cultured, man, and embrace it more. I think that it'd make us a better people, all of us. I don't care who who, who you are. I think you know, culturally, it, it would help us out if we dive into, you know, eat some Italian food, you know, or well, yeah. find out more about, us. <laughs> you know, just hey, listen. I mean, listen, I mean, listen. we're ju- we're definitely
1: at a turning point, you yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, another another major cultural so- shift that happened, you know, with my parents' generation mm-hmm. in the 1960s. Right.
0: right right. You know,
1: where the norm where the norms are being challenged. Yes. Nice. um you know progress is being made by one side and then there's the resistance on the other side that just can't get their head around it for some reason
0: right, right. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt man so love love so so yeah. what do you, so what do you think you know what we kind of really talked about i was like what do you think we need to do as a society to get back on track
1: now, oh, open open and you know i mean i think open and honest communication you know um I it, it's just I I just feel it's just one of those things that unfortunately to a degree it's not going to happen as fast as you know a lot of us want it to be right and it, you know it, it's just it's just going to take time I feel though no we shouldn't back down mm-hmm. um, from trying from trying to make social progress trying to make social justice a primary thing. Right, um, you know that uh, you know that uh, that everyone becomes truly accepted. Yes, you know, but but I know, but I mean, you know, it doesn't take much to look through history that um it it really ta- it really takes a lot of time. But I'll say we're making progress faster, you know, than uh, we ever had in human history about social movements. Indeed, um, I mean the re- the real uh, I mean uh, of of course there's pockets of inequality everywhere. We all know that, you know. But um, but as far as like a big national thing, um, the the LGBTQ um, I uh, plus plus movement, mm-hmm. I mean, their movement into equality and civil rights has really progressed faster than any than any others. That's I real mean, talk. I, you know, I mean, I mean, That's you know, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know if, the, you know, I'll get canceled for speaking of this. But but I was just saying, but I mean, like, for example, like, you know, the culture of African-Americans, um it took hundreds of years right to get to the point where you know where where we are finally you know with re, with cultural relations you know with the african american community here right you know it's only taken a few decades for the lgbtq plus ia IA++ plus community. Forgive me if I don't get the initials one hundred percent, but but I am an ally. I'm I'm trying to you know, you know <laughs> exactly. I, I am supportive. Trust me on this. You know, but I mean in the in the time in the timeline in history, you know, I mean yes. between you know those things, we we are making fast fast progress. Um, just um, you know, I mean, I know it's not as fast as we would like it to be, but it, it is it is happening. Right. I think, you know, just maybe a little bit of patience, but mm-hmm. definitely, you know, keep the fight going, you know, keep it going, keep the fight going until the issues are resolved.
0: Yeah, hey, you nice, nice, nice. I love that. Yeah, I'm a military kid, man. And um, I don't know. I just didn't I just didn't grow up, you know, with a lot of that stuff, you know, and, and when I would see it, it was just weird to me when people were like, hey, well. You know this black guy this white dude or this asian guy or this latino or Spanish. i was just like what the hell are you talking about we're just who we are mm-hmm. so it was difficult for me once you know transitioning off that military system and just looking at everybody i can just remember some people telling me like hey man you need to watch yourself you need to what i was like what are you talking about you know old heads eh, what are you talking about and then it was like and then when you see things happen it's just like oh shit it's like a gut punch it's just like wow is this how things are out here are you you know, I, I always say, excuse me, man. I always say that um, the world is not crazy. as the people in it. It's so the Lord knows the yes. quote. You know, that's how yes. I live. You know, and I believe it 100%. I don't know I said believe it. I know it 100%. So, yeah, man. But uh, it, it, it was, you know, kind of hard for me and um, difficult for me to deal with those kind of things. And sometimes it still is, you know. And I, you know, just don't understand, man. You know, just as, as relentless as, uh, which I've taken this from them and I run with it, you know, we just need more. We just need better human beings, people just to be better human beings simply. And it's not hard. It's not hard, but so much greed and and deception and stuff that go anyway. We just like you said, man, we can really right. go into it. And I usually don't even get too much into that stuff. You know, I'm just usually chill with it. But, you know, listening to you and hear you talk or whatever. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. He 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 he's, he's got me there a little bit. He's got me there a little bit. So it's all love, though.
1: <laughs> well, one one of the things that's great about the military, I mean, military in the aspect is, um, like I I mean, I I had a landlord that was a Marine during the Vietnam War, you mm-hmm. and right. he told me the first day of, of boot camp that, um, you know, his drill sergeant was like the only color that matters is Marine Corps green.
0: That's right. That's right. You know?
1: And of course, you know, when he was in boot camp, that was like 1967, you know, mm-hmm. so you think of that, that period of time, you know, and that was the mentality of the military, you right. know, when he was a went to the Marines, the only color was Marine Corps green. Yes, and that is the great thing about the military in that aspect, for sure, mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. that is the only thing
0: that matters. Right. Indeed. Indeed. Come together, man. Come together. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, so do you draw your lyrics and song titles? From the constant imagery presented to us daily, or are they from research and reading and personal experiences? I've been waiting to ask that because I, I knew it. You know, I just—I But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, research and reading. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially the last album for sure.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Definitely. Uh, I, mean,
1: I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't pull any punches on the um, three uh, three main monotheistic th- face that seem to um, take up a lot of our world. Mm-hmm. apparently you know with judaism christianity and islam um i know in the past so many metal bands just attack on christianity right. but um the other two is the other two are just as crazy and you know
0: <laughs>
1: and just and just as nuts uh you know and islam is more fundamentalist and that's not
0: a compliment right i got you <laughs> no i i hear you i hear you 100 so now now i ask all that other stuff is just just good information, just good conversation. I had to ask those questions. I was just like, hey, no, I man. mean, I was
1: like, it's I was also like, the time we live in, you know. I yeah, mean, yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, those are the things you know that people really look for, like where you staying on the issues. You know,
0: yeah, it's fine. Yeah, no, 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 not even that. I was going into all those things like that. I'm just listening to the music. I'm listening not to true. to what you're saying. I'm reading the lyrics. I'm just like, man. So this, this is what led me. I, that's what I always do. As I say again. I listen to your music. I see where you are at this time or that time. And then I formulate my questions from that. So, you know, I, I don't want to ask all the same questions that everybody else has. Not that I'm purposely trying to do that, which I
1: appreciate. I,
0: yeah, yeah, I, I just really let the music music lead me to it. So now we will talk a little bit more about the music. So okay. Rise of the Fallen Gods, a three song EP. Was this yes. just giving the listeners a glimpse of what was to come and to prepare themselves? Uh interesting story with that one.
1: Um actually yeah. it was supposed it was supposed to be a full length album. The only okay. thing we were able to get done um was uh the three songs that we did on Norse mythology. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, basically basically what it was is that I had this lineup yeah. Um, we did these three songs. I was also going to do some songs on uh, Greek mythology. I was also mm-hmm. going to do some songs on Roman mythology. One or two are basically how the Greeks and the Romans borrowed from each other. Right. Um, but I could, but didn't really get that far. Um, basically the lineup really just fell apart due to life. Okay. Brian. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that. To, to make a long story short, it basically is, was due to life things. Got other, got basically people moved away. Yes. And, uh, you know, so I was just like, you know, I'll I'll, I'll just put out this three song, three song EP. Um, I got with our manager, you know, um, we figured Odin's Wrath was a good single out of, you mm-hmm. know, they heard it. They thought that was a good single. So we did an animated music video with it. So I didn't need the band. Um, sure. So we did his animation and and just ran with it for right now. And I figured, OK, I'll I'll get a full lineup in the future and then, you know, you know, a more solid localized lineup and be able to create. Um, a
0: full length got you got you. So, so do, now does that go into failure of faith? Um, the intro is beyond beautiful to me, be. and it's like the beginning of a roller coaster ride where you're anticipating, you know, that t- 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 and then. Right. Just, then it just dropped you and then it's just you know the screams begin. That's so that's the vibe that I got from so I was just like <laughs> I was just like oh, and that's what I love to do on albums. Oh man, uh, I was just like, "Oh man, this is just amazing." I was like, "Oh, it's beautiful." And then it's like, boom, then we hit you with it. So, with these 10 songs, what message are you delivering to us?
1: Um, well, I mean, the album's kind of in two parts. Um, mm-hmm. the the first part is basically uh like with the with the intro song Monotheism. Right. Um, it, it basically kind of it goes over like the history and origins of the idea of the singular God or the singular Creator, because. Right poly you know polytheistic religions you know multiple mm-hmm. gods you know the sun god the moon god the, the you know god mm-hmm. of one god of everything right. uh, you know <laughs> um was basically the was basically the prevailing ideology of the world you know from the egyptians mm-hmm. to the greeks to the romans to the yeah and the the norse mythology basically i mean all religions really at the time had a polytheistic finding mm-hmm. um and and the reason for that is because i wanted to because uh the monotheistic faiths are what dominate the world today.
0: Right.
1: So that's what that's why I figured that was a good way to begin the album. Uh, mm-hmm. Forty year journey. You know, basically it was kind of the twist of uh, the Exodus, Moses right. Exodus, to forty years. You know.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Forty years through the desert to arrive in Israel, which actually only takes <laughs> six days to walk from Cairo. But. You know, that's kind of the story. <laughs> <laughs> um you know and considering the world was just the middle east at the time you really right. made a lot of circles i guess if it took uh-huh. 40 years to go When I mean the, i can imagine somebody in the party going did we see that tree already yeah. <laughs> 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 like twenty thousand times now this is the promised land okay whatever uh-huh. I, oh, yeah, that, that's the jokes But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> comedy that's where i'd go with it oh
0: my but, god um,
1: yeah, I mean but basically that um kind of the history and the formation of Judaism um blood of the lamb goes into um uh, you know where Christianity comes in historically mm-hmm. um you know even I even question a bit of um Jesus's actual existence
0: because, yes, you do.
1: because yeah I I do because um I mean besides the letter be, really besides the letters of Paul which were 55 AD where Jesus crucifixion was is argued between 31 and 33 AD depending on which theologian scholar you talk to i mean you do have you do have like a 22 year gap of nothing of no real written record even mentioning of right. of this of him and even when paul wrote about even when paul wrote about him he only talked to him as talked about him as basically a revelation like he mm-hmm. saw him in visions he didn't actually come out and say he knew him and that right. wasn't until you know that was until later on you know with um you know with the with the apostle with luke and um well, actually even before luke um uh, Mark and, you know, and, and that, and that didn't hit till 60 AD. And he's the one, you know, he was the first one to claim to have known him, you mm-hmm. know, and then, that, you know, so I posed the question, okay, well, that's 27 years after the crucifixion, depending on your timeline, 27, right. 27 to 29 years after the crucifixion, why did it take the guy so long if he knew this man so well, and, you know, his right. message was so true to mm-hmm. finally put pen to paper and write about the guy, and then each gospel is totally contradictory. So if you look at it as a strictly historian sense, you know, and archeology, span we haven't really discovered anything, you know, his existence is even kind of in doubt. What, you know, what, what, I mean, would it actually happen or is it now people that are using this new, new ideology as a way of a power grab and considering what the Vatican has become, mm. um, you know, you know, the first real organized, uh, church of Christianity after the council of Nisa in 350 AD, where they put the Bible together, decided what gospels were in the Bible and what gospels shouldn't be. You know, it w- was it that it ended up being, you know, ended up being a, a, a power grab for the few, you know, as a, as opposed to a spiritual path. And of course, Islam, I kind of do a little bit of the same thing. I know a lot of us in the Western world really don't know, you know, Islam's beginnings. Um, So I I kind of bring it up, you know, I mean, uh, Gabriel came down to the shepherd boy and told him the prophet and he traveled to Mecca and he Mm -hmm. told, you know, he told the, you know, he told the educators and the scholars who just magically immediately believed him and, you know, and wrote and wrote, you know, and uneducated. I mean, at least I could say that um, for Islam. I mean, I mean, Mohammed, you know, at at least it says that, you know, he, you know, he did not know how to read and write and communicate. Mm -hmm. And that's why Mm -hmm. these scholars did that for him. But again, uh, back to the thing. He supposedly dies at 550 A.D. in Mecca. Um, you know, he ri- he rides the Barak to, you know, half half camel, half eagle to Jerusalem. <laughs>
0: right.
1: Gives the message there, ascends to heaven, which is the which is now the big dome of the rock, which is a meteor. But that's another story. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but it, but, it, but again, this, this happened in 550 A.D. The first right. written Quran that's known, that us known, didn't come out till 590. Mm-hmm. Okay, if this is supposed to be Bible 3.0 right. from the original Old Testament of mm-hmm. Judaism, mm-hmm. why did it take 40 years mm-hmm. for it to come out to the public? These are, you know, these are questions and I have right. proposed these questions mm-hmm. to imams and scholars and, what, and none of them none of them can ever really give me an answer except for you just have to have faith in the prophet's faith word. And faith, right. <laughs> okay well <laughs> you, you figured you figured you would have an answer to the you know to these basics so anyways that's the first half of the album the second half of the album is how i point out is how organized religion has divided humanity more so than it has brought people together and encouraged us to commit atrocities on us just because we worship different gods right very you know, true on the very crusades true. um well one of the songs i love disaster of supremacy i point out um, mm-hmm. is basically a song that i point out that the um, the darkness of um, of uh, singular superiority is is that that is the real detriment to society. Whether it's a religious superiority or racial superiority, mm-hmm. those are those are you know those are the um, those are the things that are really the most detrimental to society. And uh and then of course the final song America's mythologies, I bring um (laughs) I bring up um of course there's many created religions here in the United States. I just brought up the big I just brought up the big three between uh Scientology, Mormonism, (laughs) and Jehovah's Witness. (laughs) And I kind of do and basically to make it one song, I do kind of like a verse of each.
0: Right, right. Indeed. And listen, I I've known people from all of them, man. So it's just like just hearing you talk about it, man. Once again, as I said in the intro, man, it's gonna Enlighten, make people think about it. And I and I think that's good to make people think about about things yeah. and 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 question certain things. There's nothing wrong with questioning things at all. We all should question things that you know. Exactly. We, yeah, yeah. I think we all you know have certain vibes about like, hmm, hmm. Why is this this? Why is this this? I, I know one of my my guys. He always says like you said. He's just like I just don't know. I don't know. We can speak about this, but he said I really don't know. And so mm-hmm. i was like, yeah, nah, I understand that. So. Reading your lyrics with me being such a visual person, I felt like I was dropped in these places you were speaking about. So I salute you in your perspective, and it seems to me you're not just talking noise. You truly put your time into studying these topics you're speaking about. So what kind of studying have you done, man? I mean, I, is it just reading, or have you? What have you done? Because you're you're very well versed in what's going on. You're very knowledgeable. So you know, what I appreciate have you done? that. Thank you
1: um um yeah it's a lot of reading over a lot of years you Mm -hmm. know um you know i i've had my doubts about faith and religion you know since uh, my early teen years Mm -hmm. and i i've kind of i've kind of really wanted like um to seek the truth you know i mean if you know my whole thing was it's like you know so many places in the world we have all these different ways of uh you know, of worshiping of worshiping God and what is right and what is wrong and everything. I wanted to find out like why, you know, you know, why, why was, you know, of course, coming from um coming from my mom's side of the family being Jewish, you know, why why was that so demonized? What was the fear, you know, behind uh demonizing Jewish people and, right. and during the Inquisition and everything, forcing them to revert to Christianity? What was the purpose of the crusades? Why, you know, why was why was it that uh christians had to rule the holy land you know which was the you know which was the mission of the first crusades was mm-hmm. you know the you know the the kick people of islam out of out of jerusalem out of that holy land but it's a holy land to them too right. you know i mean you know you know why why was why was islam so bad why you know why why through uh through islam that um that it that's the one that's the one true current faith and christianity and all that you know i i just i just didn't understand if we're, if, I mean, if the vast majority of the world agree, agrees in a singular God and a singular creator, you mm-hmm. know, and if you put all the numbers together of these three religions, which they ba- uh, in the basis really aren't that far apart from each other. Right. You know, it's just nuances and things. Yes. And, and most of the stuff of the post of the practices aren't even in the religion itself. It's the dogma created by the religious leaders, you man. know?
0: Yes, yeah. Man. Yeah, yes. yeah. You
1: know, um, you know, I mean, if, if, we, if we all, if the majority of the world agrees on that, then, then why the hate, anger and, and killing over it, you know, and the despise and, you know, I'm thinking I'm better because I believe this over. Right, somebody else. Right. So yeah, that, that was something that was always fascinating to me. So I've, I've, yeah, I've spent a, a lot, a good chunk of my life reading and trying to understand all this, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've come to the conclusion that I, you know, I, uh, like I said, we don't know everything. Right. Um, you know, we don't know what happened before the big bang, of course, but you know, but the things we do know is that, you know, our galaxy is not alone. Right. There's billions of other galaxies. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, we've discovered a total of 42,000 planets. Of course, none of them really can sustain life that we know of, but, right. you know, but event- eventually it may actually, it may actually happen. You know, it's, i i i just i just i don't think in the grand scheme of it all through the universe that we're you know we're that significant mm. you know
0: we're, hey, man, we're just, that just,
1: significant
0: just, <laughs> I, all i want to say is man i appreciate you man I, I appreciate this conversation i i think it's a great conversation and one, uh, I usually just like I said, I usually don't get into these things, but I was like, Nah, no, nah, no, nah, we're going to have a good conversation, man. Because no, I I I I, I'm, yeah. I'm glad
1: it's just not your simple stock. <laughs> you know? No, no, no.
0: Hey. I, 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 I want to have the, the, yeah. the conversation and I want us all to to learn and be more aware and uh, just just know that it's just not one person's thoughts that, that fit everybody. I mean, no. we have that ability to think and, and find and search and, and you know, and uh just be educated more so. Now nah, I appreciate it, man. So, um, the next album—kind of talked about it a little bit. Do you have a title for it already, or um, and, and, when, and when can we expect that to come out? Uh,
1: next year. Next year. Um, okay. yeah. I mean, I, I expected to have been in the studio this month, but um, mm-hmm. we've kind of hit a little snag with scheduling on that, so it'll okay. be next month. Um, it, it, it's it's kind of a a blend of four different languages and one title. Of course, is me. <laughs> thinking weird again. It's uh on the angst de which basically translates the fear of death. So you know yeah uh, you, uh, you, you have the French lay the German for fear of and O V the Scandinavian you know and is Greek for death. So yeah I um ba- basically after everything we've been through with COVID uh, mm-hmm. and you know it 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 just and, 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 uh, and other thing, you know, and other things that, that, have that have happened, uh, right. throughout, the, throughout the world, um, you know, I mean, the gun violence in this country, you yes. <laughs> all know, yes. um, you know, uh, the war in Ukraine, um, mm-hmm. it, you know, I mean, and a, a lot, a lot of strenuous, glo- you know, little pockets of global conflict, Yes. um, and they all hit home personally, you know, I mean, and and, uh, and, and even in our own personal life. I mean, um, Jonathan, our drummer's, you know, father just passed, um, you know, um, a yes. year ago. So the direction of the album is basically um, mourning, uh, mourning, you know, coming to get, you know, one the thing that the thing that we have, what we all have in common is mourning those that we love. Right um, where I where we take it a little further is that um it's basically a lot of cult uh, um I'm gonna be going exploring in the cultural mourning, how mm-hmm. different cultures um mourn their loved ones and, and oh,
0: interesting
1: and, yeah, and yeah. I, I figured through that, you know maybe we, you know the audio you know, audience member, anybody who kind of engages in the album can you know, I mean have have a feeling of coming together to a degree to find that, uh, you know, that, that, it, that is our co- common ground. It's a, it's a dark side of, of life, mm-hmm. you know, uh, death is, but, um, it's something that w- we will all experience ourselves, whether it becomes our time to pass or we have experienced it because, uh, you know, it, you know, it doesn't take long at a certain point in your life that you've had a, you have the loved one that, you know, that has passed. Of course. Yeah. Hey, man. I mean, for me, it was my great grandmother when I was 11 years old. And that was very
0: impactful in my life. Right. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. I know I lost my mom in uh, 85 at, a you know, or I was still in high school or just graduating. Let me say. And uh, mm-hmm. nah, just just like you said, man, it's, those things do something to you. You know, it really does. You know, especially when they pass at a, a young age, a younger age. Let me say so. But now, nah, man. All of this is just great, man. So I'm looking forward to it. And I I just want to let you know that anytime you want to come back, this has been a great conversation for me. Anytime you want to come back and talk about whatever you want to talk about, I don't care what it is. And whatever you guys are going to come out with your album, do whatever, please come on back. The door's wide open. Just come on in. Put your feet up. Let's have a conversation again. Um, I've really enjoyed this, man. This has been very, very, very good for me. So my last question for you. What is what is the last song you
1: listened to? Uh, um, yeah, uh, it was, yeah. Um, Typo Negatives, "World Coming Down." That was a lot. That was the last song I've listened to. All
0: right, indeed, indeed. I always like to ask that question because you never know. You never know. And then most people are like, "What did I listen to? What was that?"
1: Yeah. So no, I remember like, it was the World Coming Down album was the last one last I was listening to, but I was trying to I was trying to remember which song it was that it left off. I got so, you.
0: <laughs> so it's all love. So please give my watchers and listeners your contact and social media information.
1: All right. You can find us at our official website. Um that's a good place to go, bloodofangels.net. We got every we you know, I keep the blogs updated. Yes, where you can find the latest on shows. We got our music up there, we got merch up there um if you want to support us join our mailing list you know keep in contact with what we got going on um facebook.com blood of angels one um our handle on instagram is just blood of angels as well as youtube also blood of angels and um twitter blood of angels one
0: awesome awesome well once again young man Ah, young man. Yes, I can say that. <laughs> can say that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got me with that one. Well, <laughs> I, I really thank you so much, man. And as I said before, this has been a great conversation, a great knowledgeable conversation. And uh, I've enjoyed it, man. And, uh, I, you know, thanks to, to my brother, as I call him, Double R, Relent, Distilled Entertainment. My boy, that's my brother, man. You know, born on the same day, that's my guy, man. That's my guy. Yeah. So yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, hey, I really appreciate you, man. So ladies and gentlemen, once again, you know who it is. It is yours truly, the Lord. Nelson, that is, from the podcast, Live and Loud with the Lord, on the CMS Network with Five Royals Entertainment, with my man Aaron, guitarist in all world, Sometimes I say all-world cover girl. You're not all-world cover girl. You're just that guy, man. (laughs) Of the amazing band, Blood of Angels. Yes, indeed. Got to clap them up. Thank you so much for being here, my brother. I really appreciate it.
1: Hey, thank you so much, man. It, It was absolutely wonderful. I appreciate it. Thank
0: you. Indeed, man. All right.
1: You're listening to Live and Loud with the Lord, Nelson.